6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Maybe we're all just still feeling the effects of having to change our clocks on the weekend. That's what we're going to talk about next. It's been a debate that we've been having in Alberta for decades, and it certainly heated up uh, with the uh, referendum question back in October here in the province. But here we are in Alberta still springing forward and falling back every year, and news out of the U.S. could possibly change that. In a unanimous vote yesterday, the U.S. Senate passed a bill called the Sunshine Protection Act that could make daylight time permanent next year and bring an end to the long-running biannual flip. The change wouldn't take place until November 2023 after uh, input from a number of organizations. So what does that mean for Canada and for the provinces to mull over? Let's find out with Dr. Joseph DeConick, who is a professor emeritus in the School of Psychology at the University of Alberta, and he has been studying sleep for decades. Doctor, welcome back to 630 Chat. Uh, thank you. Just at the University of Ottawa, oh. not in Alberta. Yes. Oh, did I say uh, Alberta? My apologies. Sorry, I missed. It's been a, it's okay, been a week. <laughs> we're talking about Alberta. Uh, yes. Oh. No, no, no. My pleasure. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, I have to. I, I have to ask you. How many interviews have you done this past week about the time change? Well, uh, this time around, uh, the last two days, quite a bit, but uh, uh, over the last year, I guess, uh, about 50. Yeah, wow, busy, yeah, busy yeah. stuff. So when, so when you hear that the U.S. has passed this bill, which would make daylight time permanent, what do you think? Well, you just said the, 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 main, the main issue that I have with all of this which is about information. Uh, you, you said, you know, they, I, I did see that myself as well. The, the, those who've, who've proposed that, you know, from uh, a senator from uh, Florida, uh, protecting daylight. Protecting daylight. This is not the. This is not daylight saving either. Daylight saving also is misleading. People think that daylight saving means that there's an additional hour of illumination that we have that comes from <laughs> from wherever. <laughs> that it's not true. It's moving daylight to the evening. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the point. So you don't win more light. And you're not preserving light by going uh, with daylight saving, okay? So that's the main issue. And that's the issue that causes all the problems associated with daylight saving, okay? First of all, you know, when we move, when we just go to daylight saving, uh, we lose an hour. We lose an hour because we're moving everything towards the evening. So that's that's then during the summer, it's daylight Later at night, mm-hmm. okay, so we tend to go to. You know, people like it, of course. You have, you have the barbecues and uh, and uh, whatever a golf, you know, golfing companies and so on. So and uh, so that's 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 fine. But we get to sleep later. We tend everybody so everybody tends to during the summer to sleep less mm. and sleep of course you know it's my area of research <laughs> been at it fifty years uh, that it's, it's a common denominator for 
physical and psychological adaptation. If you, if you don't have your seven hours of sleep, uh, you jeopardize uh, quite a number of, uh, of issues, okay? So uh, the immune system, heart functioning, uh, and mainly the psychological functioning as well. Okay, so here's the thing, is, too, is that if we go to the, but, you know, we have so little light. Are we in Edmonton now? We're in Edmonton, yes. Okay, so Edmonton, you see, in the in the summer, uh, in the winter, uh, in Canada, mostly most major cities have about eight hours of illumination, eight eight and a half. In Edmonton, from my understanding, from looking at the data, uh, you're down to seven hours and a half. Mm -hmm. So you just have this short window during the winter, okay? So if you move it towards the end of the the day, uh, instead, right now, you're already at the edge of the of your time zone, okay? Mm -hmm. So that what that means is that right now, you in December. Your, the sun rises at 8.45, something like that, okay? So it's already past 8 o'clock. Mm -hmm. If you were to go were to go to daylight saving, you would be at 9.45 mm -hmm. before sunlight would be uh, fresh there, okay? So that's the big issue because that has health issues and psychological issues. That's been the point from the very beginning. So and, you, you, uh, have, you have said, Doctor, that our, you know, our, our biological clock, uh, govern, which governs kind of everything in our body, is synchronized with the sun. And so that's one of the, one of the challenges here. Could a body eventually get used to that change if we stayed on, on daylight time, you know, over a number of years, do you think? Well, a lot of people, you know, there's, there's a lot of individual differences here. We don't have much time, I'm sure, but there's a lot of individual differences. Some people can, but when we talk to the general population, no, it's very, very difficult. And those who, you know, like Russia, we don't like to talk about Russia these days, but Russia tried it for three years, okay? And they ended up with the kids going to, to, to school in the, in the winter and then never see the daylight. And uh, it, it really was a, a major problem, so they went back. Uh, you already, in Edmonton, are adapted not to having sunlight you know, in December, very early in the morning, early in the morning. So, but you do adapt, but it just keeps, uh, it just keeps uh, uh, hitting on your, on, your, on your system. And there's not much research to show that people are going to, um, in uh, Northern Europe, like uh, in uh, Finland and so on, they have even less. Mm -hmm. And they keep having all the time in the winter major problem of alcoholism and all of this because of not enough daylight. So the important thing is that our system, our biological clock, is synchronized with light, and we need light. So 
so so so we it, it's not a good idea to to play with it that's that's essentially essentially it so the, the end result is a, a, a lack of sleep that com, comes out yeah the with a lack of sleep you you mess up all, all sorts of different sure. things so a couple more questions for you before we we'll let you go so if we were to make a decision to stop changing the clock would it you would say that it would be best to stay on standard time from a physiological from a healthy human body sleep perspective yes i'm very sure about that because i reviewed the literature with uh, some colleagues 200 and over 200 research papers you know studies that have been carried out in the world i reviewed that last year and it's been done in the u.s it's been done in in europe the same literature but we wanted to check it out everybody agrees <clears throat> that it's not a good idea <clears throat> to delay to 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 have this one hour desynchronization all over the place some people you know people who work at night and so on they have to deal with these issues you know they they have to deal with that and there's about 25 30 percent of the population that can that can play with their biological clock easily but the rest always have problems so if so, if they were then if but if we were to like if you look at the u.s and they're saying okay we're, we're going to stay on daylight time and in uh with with that move gosh you know that could be happening then in canada a short time afterwards if the move happens to daylight time and that becomes permanent is there a way to offset the concerns the health concerns with that uh, the only way you know as you say people would get used to it of course but the practice will always be then to use the maximum exposure the minute the Sun comes out you know to get out and uh, that's that's the that you see when people get are depressed you know all kinds of issues the therapy the best therapy is bright lights in the morning mm. that's for depression and everything all that applies to everybody now in the winter we really need that light and especially when when we, unfortunately we have snow <laughs> so the snow <laughs> reflects quite a bit of the light so you can get a real boost in the morning exercise in the morning and so on so people who don't do that they it, it, it just, it's just you know, dragging all the time you know so, so maybe so maybe if so we were going so maybe if we were going to do this should we um, move the clocks ahead later in the year oh yeah the recommendation that we have you know the Canadian sleep society has a recommendation it's on this it's on the on, on the website or on its website and we're making several recommendations we think that if in, the, the worst thing is to go to daylight saving year-round the next one is to keep the system that we have but doing making the change later in the spring you know mm -hmm. when we have more light so it doesn't uh, uh you know in the morning you wouldn't have that uh, light uh, late and uh, when we have a larger and in this in the fall earlier in mm. the fall mm -hmm. to make the change back to the time the other one that i've been making and i, <laughs> I don't know why well i guess you know there's another uh, two other issues i can mention but is that to do it on friday nights yes so we have to yeah but nobody <laughs> does it i can't nobody 
Jesus. <laughs> you tell him, Dr. Conan. Come on. <laughs> oh, you... I've been telling you. Well, it's so obvious, you know. Yeah, we do it. And then, then it's a Sunday morning, then suddenly we're depriving, and Monday, bang, back to work. You're the <laughs> expert. Come on. You get them to listen to you. I'm going, no, to, have no, to, leave... no. <laughs> I'm going to have to leave it here this afternoon. I always okay. appreciate your time, yeah, our okay. conversations. My Thank you. My pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Dr. Joseph DeConnick, who is with the School of Psychology at the University of Ottawa, and he is a sleep expert, and you've heard what he's recommending. What a character. I always love talking to him.